Welcome to the Power Partners Podcast, where hosts slash power partners, Carlos, Jamil, Jay, and Paul dive deep and give their perspectives on a wide range of everyday topics. And now, here's your host. What's good, world? Welcome to the Power Partners Podcast. It's your host, P. Uh, of course, we got the bros in the house. Jay Don, what's good? Hey, P, what's good? Yeah, <laughs> uh, niggas back and off the rip. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you was hooping last game though. Midwest Midwest Mill, what's happening? What's cracking, bro? Shit, shit. Lowe's was good, brody. Nothing much, nothing much. Living life. And I would be remiss, man, if I introduce, which I should probably should have done first. The Trambo, I apologize, man. But we got a we got a guest in the house, man. Everybody, welcome my boy Trambo uh, to the podcast, man. Trambo, what's good, bro? What's good, bro? Just chilling. Yeah. Welcome, man. Hey, when we when we start talking about having guests, bro, you was probably like one of the first people we said we wanted to have on, man, because right. we you, know, you kind of started right. this podcast thing uh, amongst. The people we know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate yeah. it. Tell the people it. about yourself, bro. Shit, um, you know, just a wild boy. Um, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> nigga, it just, it just, just a little thotty, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't say all of that, but you know, just a, you know, a, a black male in his 20s, you know, living life. Must be nice. I mean, it's all right. Can't complain. <laughs> Close to his 20s way in the mirror. In the rear view. Facts. That's funny. But yeah, Voda, uh, he ain't say it, but he the host of uh Comfortably Uncomfortable Podcast. Oh yeah, hey. for sure. I, I forgot my fault. Appreciate the shameless plug. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, I have a podcast also, uh Comfortably Uncomfortable. Um season two, um, coming July twelfth. Um and one of the um the power partners may be a guest this season. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope, man. Hey, Voso, so what made you want to get into the podcast game, bro? Uh, well, really, I um, like in high school, I always wanted to be like um on a sports center because of Stuart Scott, and then I used to do like um radio and like TV in college and high school, and then I just realized that um that part of the business was going away. Like nobody wasn't really fucking with uh, TV and definitely not radio unless it was satellite. And then mm-hmm. like um, one of my uh, neighbors in college dorms, he put me on to uh, a podcast in 2010. It was um, Bill Simmons when he used to work for ESPN. And ever since then, I just been in love like, with the, um, with the Avenue of media. And I was like, man, I always wanted to do one. And then I was procrastinating for like years and years and years. Then I finally just, you know, tapped in and did my own because I was listening to him for like damn near over a decade now. That's crazy, bro. You've been that's crazy. Yep, so 2010. So yeah. so what made you like when did you want to take the leap of faith and, and jump and start, you know what I'm saying, start your podcast? Like, what made you be like, all right, bro, it's time, you know what I'm saying? It was really just uh being comfortable. Like I had um I was doing like stuff with like with radio and like stuff like that, like recording stuff for so long, like from high school up until college, and I kind of got burnt out on it. And then it was just like 
I'm such a I love it so much. Like I know what I hate about podcasts and what I like about podcasts. And so I never wanted to be anything that I hated. So it was kind of like in my own head, like, damn, I need to make sure it's perfect, perfect, perfect. So that's really was the hold up. Gotcha. So that timing had had to get everything set up for the time to be right. Facts. Definitely. Okay. I see you. That's what's up, man. I was waiting on hey. you to drop it for a minute. Yeah, it really it really just timing like and um I don't I hate uh I think I was telling Jay this before. I don't um I'm not good with like a list or like a script. And so I kept doing that. And it's like, man, I gotta get to it's me. I'm really better like off the cuff. So I just gotta like push record and start talking. I can't really think about it too much because then it get all fucked up. But when I just talk freely, then it's always better that way. So it was just like I woke up one day like fuck it. I'm about to do it. I feel you, bro. I hate the script. Yeah, I can't I can't do it at all. I'll be like fuck the script. Do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel you I'm, for sure. I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. All right. Yeah, I was telling him that's when he had when we was talking about it, I was telling him that's one of the unique things about our podcast. How we might discuss a topic or something while we when we first get logged on, but we really don't have no type of um questions laid out, like we gonna ask this, 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 and that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think you get the I not to talking to Tramble about it, like you get the the more genuine because he was saying basically, you know it's more genuine when you just coming right off the cuff. You ain't got no you ain't up there giving no speech, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Right for answers, yeah, for sure. It's like, um, when you're reading this, at least for me, like when I'm reading the script, it's like I'm trying, I'm reading at the same time, but at the also like trying to Thank you. do a version of me. And it's like, all I gotta do is be me instead of like reading the script and like, okay, what would what would I say and just like freely doing it? So that's why, for real, like, why I don't really mess with the script either, yeah, respectable. Like, you know, how you want it to flow, right? I know, I know how where I want to go with it, mm-hmm. not, not to a T, you know what I mean, yep. Yeah, yeah. I just did a commercial yesterday, and I was a pro. I was just like, man, I can't, I can't read off of this script. I gotta, I gotta just be me, and it came out better by just being me. Wait, then you did a commercial? Yeah, yeah like what's up with that, bro? Yeah, right. Yeah. For, your, for dealership? No, I did it for uh, the the uh, giveaway, the uh, drawing and stuff. You gonna be on the radio? Uh, I don't know. No, it's gonna. It's. It, I don't know. I don't know where it's gonna be. I mean, I, I, social media really just like a. It's gonna be like a promotional thing, promo. like um, yeah, promo thing. I don't know if it's gonna make you know radio or anything like that, but we'll see. You got to put booking info in your bio now. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about it when you said that. <laughs> hey, you look, you know, look, he about, to, he about to get real quiet going there right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Y'all niggas know how mellow works. <laughs> hey, I know who Trambo remind me of. Who? Charlemagne the God <laughs> from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Cause he reckless. Yeah, that nigga just say. I mean, not say that nigga, but he just say, <laughs> he just say anything. He said the first thing that comes to his mind, and that's why that's why I fuck with him. No, I got that. I got that before. Uh, I really do fuck with Charlamagne. Been for a long yeah. time, so I can see that. Facts. That's <laughs> hey hey funny, bro. Cause you know I I met I think I met Tramble over over social media, bro. But you know what I'm saying, like. Me and Vo got cool on Twitter. I remember the first time I met, bro, we was, uh, <laughs> we was <out> <laughs> <town>. <laughs> and the homie had had a, 
I don't want to say domestic dispute, but got into it. And I'm watching this shit, and I'm tweaked. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Like, they tripping. He's like, nah, bro, this shit normal, man. It's this every night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this this every night, bro. It's, it's cool. We're going to be all right. I'm tweaked. I'm like, oh, shit. That's a fact. That's crazy, because I think I met, besides Mello and Lo, maybe Lowe's too, but I know I met everybody, like all our friends, really, off social Facts. media. But I remember that night, uh, PJ, you was definitely confused. It was downtown Old Market, and I'm just standing there like, <laughs> Regular yeah. PJ tweaking, like trying to break it up. I'm like, man, don't waste your time. Like, do this, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's I was I'm tweaking, to, I think I wasn't, I, I, I was there too. I think no, you weren't there. You told us <laughs> no, about the no. next day. No, it was, uh. it was me and vote for sure. And them two, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I thought that was the night y'all were talking about the African when 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 the African was trying to jump me. No, that was a whole other oh, year. I think we almost got jumped by six niggas. Yeah, he pissed yeah, me off that night. Definitely right, definitely. No, it was not. It was not capping. <laughs> we all right though. We all right. <laughs> Jamel disappeared yeah. and came back. So I almost got jumped by six niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Father got jumped, man. See, hey. That's why you don't run around from the group. All right. Did the same thing and never mind. Right. <laughs> hey, yeah. No, no, I was shopping, bro. You were shopping. That's crazy. Me and DC were shopping, bro. Y'all, y'all left. Well, now we talking about something different. He go talking about something different. Oh hey, that's yeah. when DC was growing out his fro. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, that was the uh that, that Lincoln night that Lincoln night was fun, man. When Jamel almost jumped by six niggas. But <laughs> 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 but hey Vo, anywho, welcome, welcome to the podcast, man. We'll go ahead and get this thing popping off for sure. Um so this week is the Father's Day episode, man. The Father's Day special. You know what I'm saying? We got five uh five active, 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 active fathers in here. Um so we want to bring you on, man, because you have a unique perspective on fatherhood. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, I, I think it's your childhood and really has an effect on how you're going to be in your parenthood. You know what I'm saying? And, and we all bring a unique perspective into it. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get this thing popping off, man. So I'm not sure when this is going to be released. So I'm going to just say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Just want to say it off the rip. Uh yeah, let's get this thing popping, man. So, so Vo, with you being a guest, man, we gonna you know so we're gonna have you kick this thing off, man, in my in my question to get this thing started. Um actually Vo, if you wanna tell us tell us about again, you have a unique perspective. So tell us about your you know, your your childhood. Um, so yeah, like most of y'all know, um and the listeners who don't know, um when I was three uh, my dad died of colon cancer. So uh, almost majority of my life, because at three, you really don't have like a memory yet or like you don't remember things. Um, I grew up in a single parent home, just my mom, because again, like I said, uh, my father uh, passed away of colon cancer. So like growing up, it was just really like me and my mom, my grandma, and then my um, my dad's siblings. Like I'm real strong with my dad's side of the family, just because once my dad passed, they all, you know, picked up the slack or whatever and, and were there. So 
growing up until about like um, high school, I would say, um, it didn't, I never really noticed just because like when somebody's not there, like it's not, you don't notice like because I'm in it. So like I didn't really realize it was like I was missing something until high school just because it was like you don't really get, as a father, I think you don't really um, understand like what your father would have taught you at a young age until you get to like older stage. So it was high school when it hit that. I was like, okay, wait, I'm missing a lot of stuff that I didn't get just because not no knock against my mom, but she's a woman. So it's certain stuff that she can't teach me um, that a father could. So growing up, like I said, it was, I didn't really notice it, but high school, when you start like social skills, women, et cetera, it's like, damn, I need a father to teach me all of this. And I didn't have it. So really from high school up until I would say about a year ago, I was probably figuring it out on my own as far as like, okay, by trial and error, learning stuff along the way, like from y'all or from like other friends and stuff like that. So that was really my childhood. Like it was great. I can't complain about it. But once I got older, I could see where a father would have made a lot of difference. That's heavy. All right. Real heavy. <clears throat> For sure. So so navigating through that, like when did you said up until a year ago? Yeah, I would say up until a year ago. It, bro, how, how old is you, bro? I'm twenty twenty eight. I'll be twenty nine in August. Damn, oh, you, get, you get old. Don't spell it to my damn. Cool, I was just saying because it's a long time for him to realize that, like you know, that he, the stuff yeah, he's missing true. out for his dad. That's what I meant. Not his age, because I'm okay. Old. Yeah, we know yeah. most most about thirty five. So there you go. Uh. <laughs> So so up until you say what twenty twenty seven years old right you still you know figuring it out and you have a son yes how old is your son my son is five he'll be six in September okay so so how do you damn that's crazy bro he get old fast man. right, right. <laughs> I remember he was like three yeah that's, <laughs> that's crazy so being that you lost your father at a young age right you didn't you didn't have a a, a father you know growing up uh. When you had your son, like, what was, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was, what was going through your mind? Like, like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? How, how do you, what was the thought process in that? Like, was you scared? Was you nervous? You know, was you like, you know, this how I'm going to be? You know what I mean? I mean, I think, I think we all like, when we find out like we having a kid, it's like we all the, you know, emotions and, and thoughts like, oh, we're going to be like this or we're going to do this. But it's like, that shit really don't matter until like that moment when that doctor take it out, take the baby out and you like, whoa, like this is real. Um, it was never like, I never, I really never thought about it. I would say like the first, um, the first maybe six months was like nerves. Like, you don't know, not sure how to really hold a baby, not sure what to do. And then babies breastfeed. So it was like, for the most part, I would say then up until then, it was nothing I could really do. Like he didn't want nothing for me, which I think is any baby. They so attached to the mom, rightfully so. So it's like, I'm really just there. Like when he cry, I can't do nothing for him other than change his diaper or if you want to eat. So that was really it. So it was like maybe six month mark. Then I just like picked up when he stopped um, breastfeeding. It's like, okay, I can feed him a bottle now. And that's really where the connection started for me. And it was just like, just do it. It was like no really game plan. It was like my responsibility. So I got to do what I got to do. And it was just like, yeah, just go. Mm-hmm. And now, and now he's six years old. Y'all, y'all boys be distinct then. Facts. Definitely. Yeah, they're like twins for sure. <laughs> for sure. 
So 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 what 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 about y'all, man? How did y'all you know um how did y'all childhood? How was y'all childhood like with y'all with y'all fathers coming up? I can go if y'all want me to. Yeah. Uh, me and my dad, we always had a on and off relationship. Um, when I was like, I think he was kind of present. Well, I'm gonna say kind of present, but he was he was present until I was probably like three years old, and he uh he had sold drugs when I was growing when I was young, so he got indicted when I was like three years old. And I remember visiting him in prison because he had got like I think he got like two to five, but he ended up having to serve like half of that. Um, but that kind of set the tone for our relationship because it was like it was off and on, literally until today. Like we literally go probably. We'll be locked in for some years, and then we won't talk for some years. Like we'll have an incident, um, and it'll be shit. It'll be like little stuff that like a kid and a dad shouldn't be having riffs about. You know what I mean? Like it'll be like, uh, like for instance, when I was a kid one time, I had said, I think I said "damn" on the phone or something like that on accident, and he cussed me out and then talked to me for like some years, and it was like, um. It was like little situations like that. Um, and then it was like times he'd walk out of my basketball games and stuff like that. I wasn't playing the way he wanted me to play and stuff like that. But um, it kind of that the way he the way our relationship went kind of set the tone for the way I raised my son now. But it's crazy. Like um, when I when I had my son, like I started hating my dad, like because it was like. To me, I'm like, damn, my son, like, he the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Like, you know, we locked in. Like, I don't want to miss a second. And it was like, my dad literally missed, he missed a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was present mm-hmm. for certain things, but our relationship was so on and off that he missed more than he made. And it was like, I just couldn't understand it for the longest. And we, uh, like, I literally hated him. Like, it was like to the point where we was like, we like he he has a thing where he would write letters because he old school, so he write me letters like talking crazy to me, like it's on site basically. And like I'm his son, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna say I was perfect. Like I'm right back at you. Like when I see you, it's on site. You know what I'm saying? But we've uh, we've since buried the hatchet, but it's still not like a relationship that I would have. And it's kind of it was cr- crazy hearing Tramble say some of the things. Like it's like you don't really realize the things that you missed out on mm-hmm. uh, until you get to a certain age. And for me, it was like just having to experience certain things without no mail there um, was kind of, I guess, basically the same experiences Tramble was saying. Like, you got experiences with a woman, you're trying to navigate um, the, the streets, like, just trying to navigate in general. And it's like, you don't really got no guide. But it's one crazy thing, like, I've been thinking about is like the people I really looked up to growing up. Um, they were kind of like my dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't mean like they were like father figures to me, but they, I think it was me. Like, cause people would always tell me when I was a kid that like, your dad was this big drug dealer, blase, blase. And I ended up looking up to all these cats that was trapping and whatnot. And it was partially because of, I was the product. Like that's what I seen in my environment. But mm-hmm. when I look back, it's like, was I looking, I feel like I was looking up to these guys. Cause it was like, that was the, the, what people were telling me my dad was like, Mm-hmm. And so I feel, feel like I kind of clinged on to those people uh, in some ways. And I I just look back and it's like, it's crazy how you can still, you could be disconnected with somebody, but you still want to be like them in some capacity. Um, and I'm sure y'all probably have those experiences. Like you might hear your dad might have done something, so you might want to tap into it and kind of um, 
feel that. And so I think that's that's kind of summarizes our relationship. And I think because our relationship was so on and off, um, with my kids, I'm on. Like it's on 100. percent Like the the thing I give them more than anything. Well, I want to give them more than anything is time because that's what I wanted from my dad, and I didn't get it. So I make sure I give them all the time I can possibly give them, um, more than any type of material things and stuff like that. And as I've grown older, like since me and my dad got on the same, not on the same page, but we we back on speaking terms, I'm more so starting to understand that he's parented. He parented me the best way he knew how to parent. Cause it's like, um, you don't know how people are raised just because they're your parents. You don't know how they were raised by their parents. And if they didn't have a father, then they probably didn't know how to father you correctly. And it's not giving them an excuse or anything like that. But I've just learned to understand that, like, maybe that was the best way he knew how to father me because I did turn out to be the man that I am today, partially mm-hmm. because of the way that he parented me or, or the way he didn't parent me. You know what I mean? Um, right. So I definitely appreciate I appreciate the way I like I thank God every day that I'm raised the way I was. Uh even our relationship might not have been the best. Um but yeah, that's pretty much me and my dad's relationship and how it's kinda impacting me and parenting. Uh we we text all the time, like uh he texted me yesterday. Like we haven't talked on the phone. And I got like I got boundaries, honestly, like I still got boundaries with him because he might, like, he might say some stuff and it just be like, like, you you know, when you reminded why you stopped something in a relationship. Right. Um, like, you might have a, a friend or a girl or a cousin that you might not tap in with like that. And so I just kind of, I had to set my boundaries and we just text really now. Like, we might talk on the phone, like, once every few weeks. So when we did start talking again, we were talking, like, he was calling, like, daily, but I don't really, like, it's too late in my opinion, to try to... It ain't too late to be in a relationship, but it's like, we're not... I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, that's real. Yeah, so I, I got my boundaries that I've set. I think I've seen your dad once, since I know you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I've seen, yeah. him, at, I've seen yeah. him at the uh, at the baby shower. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but Jay, you said something, like, you, Jay, you said something real, though. They uh, did the best, the best they could. Like, yeah. you realize that when you get older, it's like, they just going off the tools they was given. Exactly. And my dad, like, and just not to, because I don't want to make him not to be this bad person because he's not. And, like, like he literally raised me the best way he knew how. And my dad, he's, like, he's experienced every piece of life. Like, he went from being this big drug dealer to going to prison, um, coming out trying to do that again, and then struggling with drug addiction, and then becoming homeless. And when I say homeless, I'm not saying, like, he was sleeping out of cars. Like, he literally was homeless for her. My whole entire time in high school, he was homeless. Like, he was living in this shelter. You know what I mean? Like, and so I got the, I got great respect for him in that aspect. Because it's like, that's inspiration or to see somebody that you, that's your father. But he goes from being homeless to being back on his feet. And he's not, like, he's not living, living it up. But for him, he's living it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's obviously not rich or nothing like that. But uh, he went from homeless. And he's now, like, he was homeless for Six years, and I mean, when I say homeless, I mean homeless, homeless. Like he had to be to the Francis House by. I mean, I friend. What's the the homeless shelter right there by the airport? Is that the Francis House? That is the Francis House. Yeah. 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 So he used to have to be to the Francis House at like six o'clock every day to claim a bed, like that homeless. And now, and, and now he's had an apartment. He lived in one of the towers in Omaha, but he's had an apartment for like I want to say seven years now. So, mm-hmm. 
as a son, I'm proud of him in that aspect. It's like he's literally got his life back where he needed that. So I don't want to make it seem like he just is a bad person because he has overcome a lot himself. Yeah, I don't want to say he was a bad person either. He just had his own demons he had to fight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that's that. You just hit it right on the head, bro. So, yeah. but yeah, that's pretty much it right there. Mhm. How about you, PJ? Oh, shit. For for me, man, y'all y'all know my pops, man. Uh, that's my that's that's my dog, man. So, uh, for me, my my parents are still married, bro. So so I had a I had a. Uh, active, you know, I was fortunate. I had an active father growing up, uh, and of course, as it's funny, bro. As you get older, the closer you get to your parents, you know, what I'm saying, like when you're young, you know, your parents ain't cool, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but older, it's like now, now you when you know, when you get older, you have kids, and now your parents become cool. But uh, yeah, but my 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 dad was like. Um, you know, went, went went to work every day, took took care of home, um, and he uh, is the type of person that has a real big heart, bro. He'll give, you know, he'll give give you give somebody the shirt off his back, you know, what I'm saying to make sure they're good, uh, and super super loyal too, man. I always always said this. he had a friend, his close friend for like I think since high school, and uh, his friend was dying of cancer, and his friend's wife was also sick, so my dad would go to the hospital. And see him every day, you know what I'm saying? That was like in his daily, in his daily routine. And uh he was with I think up until the day that he died. Um, I think my dad went to go see him, and then my dad left the hospital and he passed, you know what I'm saying? And that's tough. Yeah. And so um basically like just just seeing how he was with the family, right? Like making sure that, you know, we we didn't want for anything. Uh we, I mean, so we didn't, we didn't need for anything, you know. What I'm saying, making sure that I was, making sure that we were straight, uh, and so that's what, you know, and I want to make sure that I, I give that to, to my kids. Um, but yeah, that's so that that's one of like that's one of the, the the hard things for me, right? Me having an active father. My dad was in my in my life every day. You know, what I'm saying I would come home to my dad. So that's. Uh, with with the situation I'm going through right now, you know what I'm saying, and like have not seeing, I see my son every day, but not like uh, waking up to him, you know what I'm saying, man, and not just my son, my kids. Period. That was like one of the one of the biggest struggles. Um, is you know you want you want your kids if you had something good, you want your kids to have that, and if you didn't, you want them to have what you didn't have. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's. That's cool, like, and everybody know my pops, man. Like you know, he used to work at the O'Reilly's on, on Ames, <laughs> and everybody like, right, <laughs> like, oh, y'all see your dad's blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And he cool. All my, all my friends know him. Good, good, good person, man. Big heart. That's my, that's my dog right there for sure. So, um, that's kind of how like just seeing how he always took care of business, um, not just with, in the household, but like amongst his siblings. Anybody, bro, like my dude would cut the neighbor's grass if they were sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, just a just a good person, and uh, that's kind of like, all right, cool. That's that's what I saw. So that's what I always try to, you know, what I'm saying that's what I always try to do. Yeah, that's dope. He got a genuine. He got such a genuine spirit to him too. Like, for sure, he one of the people that you could, like, you could meet instantly. Just know that, like, his he's just a good person. Right, like the time, like, like if y'all, like if y'all in the neighborhood, like if y'all by the house, I'm, like, I'm about to stop and holler at 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Both, both of my parents, I'm going to stop and just say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because, like, yeah. That, definitely, that's, that's, yeah. Both of your parents are super solid, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think I dropped off a cake, man. They're talking to your mom for like an hour. Yeah. Time. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, uh, they, they some dope people for sure. Uh, but Melo and Los, man, how, how about y'all? Um, no, I guess I'll go. Uh, you know, my dad, I end up moving with my dad. Um, I think sixth grade. Uh, you know, I lived with my mom for, you know, when I was young, and um, I had uh my sister's uh dad, you know, Thaddeus. He he was around, and you know, it was a little different parenting. I ain't gonna you know sit here and talk about too much of that. But, you know, I, it was it was a good decision for me to move with my father. Um. In order for me to do that, I had to, I had to grow up quick. Uh, I remember Miller Park; they ended up uh, switching over to the, that old Mills building, and my dad he worked in the morning, so he wasn't able to take me to school. But you know, for me to, in order for me to move with him, you know, that was his first thing. Just like you know, you gotta, I'm about to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you a man uh, early, you know. And I remember I had to catch the bus, you know, sixth grade, the uh, the city bus uh, to school, you know, and you know, he trusted me to do that. I used to get home by myself, you know, cook, clean. You know, he just he, – he made sure I had responsibilities early. And, you know, that kind of stuck with me um, from from then, you know. And he he just – he he kept me to a standard and was, you know, a real good father, you know. I mean, he ain't take no BS, you know. Y'all, I mean, y'all know my dad, you know. He he straightforward, you know what I'm saying. And that's, that's what I probably needed, you know. And I thank him, you know, every – Every day, you know, I know I can call on him if I need him. You know, he going he gonna to tell me what's right, what's wrong. Um, and, you know, he, he definitely just helped me beat him in I am today. So, you know, I'm thankful for him. So, you know, it's 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 uh, helped me raise Jamel to be um, – to hold him to the same standards and, you know, um, still love on him at the same time. So, yeah. Hey, Melo, you know, our, our fathers went to uh... – they went to, I don't know if they went to school together, but they know each other you know, from from growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. That's that's yeah, that's dope. Y'all dads used to hoop? No, uh, my dad uh, didn't hoop. No. <laughs> they didn't have basketball when they was growing up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. Y'all saw like they athletic they had and basketball. Stuff. Grandma and dad, right? uh, grandma dad was one of the best to come out of Nebraska. That's a fact. I mean. I remember Jay. Um, somebody mm-hmm. told Jay at a uh, Kellogg's. I think it was Kellogg's, right, Jay? Yeah. Did he hoop? And Jay thought it was me. And they like, Jay, like, wait. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon must have told him that. Yeah, it was Marlon. Mm-hmm. I know Marlon know everything. Marlon like right. an encyclopedia, dude. I swear. Right. I'm like, I hit Trammell. I'm like, your dad used to hoop or something. He like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but hyping him. And he was like, yeah, he's on the best of the state. And I was like, that's what they saying. I can hear Marlon right now. Dude, dude, dude was supposed to go to the league, bro. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> That's definitely Marlon. And my dad was 6'8", by the way. So, like, yeah, he hooped. And I'm 5'6". So, yeah. That's yeah. why I was confused. I'm like, I'm like, Trample only 5'. I'm like, Bertrand is only 5'6". How the hell? <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never seen him in no newspaper. <laughs> Trample wish hey. he would have just licked his dad height. Man, yeah. what? Man. I'm hoping Bentley get the gene though. I think he is. He uh he like he he long like yeah like, he is percentile and everything like that. So I think I think it skipped 
mean is definitely gonna hit him. So that's cool. I think he's in a ninety percent of his uh. Man, whatever, the, whatever the doctors be saying, bro. I don't really know. Yeah, ninety nine percent, ninety percent. Yeah, something like that. Probably. Hey, so yeah, he probably gonna be tall. If I was six eight, bro, that nigga really because he already don't know how to act. Right. Like six. <laughs> yeah, like God, God knew, God knew better. Six eight. Like I, <laughs> six, I don't think he. I still don't think he would have hoops. He just. I don't been. either, but he would have been. <laughs> no, I would out here. Six eight, bro. I would have to do nothing. Six eight. No, yeah, it's a rap for anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play football. Yeah, he would have been, been catching catching stuff in my right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like magic with AIDS for sure. Right. But only you, Lowe's. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Um. He's talking about all you like, he ain't know his time was coming up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, my story's like, I mean, like we went over like in the first season in one of our episodes, like uh I never knew my dad. I never met my dad, I never anything about my dad. Cause my mom and them met in Germany and then we moved to Texas and that's when I was born. So right away I just knew it was just my mom, my auntie, my grandma, and uh my uncle. That's all the people I knew in my family. So as I grew up, my uncle was basically like my dad. Because they didn't have no kids, and basically he taught me like the things you know you're supposed to teach a young man growing up. But then when uh, I moved to North, uh, from Texas to North Carolina, uh, it was just me and my mom and my grandma, so I didn't know much. I didn't do much. I wasn't a social kid either until I started uh, joining sports, and then when I joined sports. My coach that I looked up to him, you know, he taught me things. Um, I want to say like all my coaches like that, like they took me in like as a like their son. Every time I played on any people's sports team, so they would teach me things that I would learn. You know, pick things from them. Like as a kid, yeah. And then moving to Nebraska, meeting you know Jay and his family. And then, like, Pook and his family, all of them, like, I just stayed attached to whoever I could to basically learn different things as, like, a young man. And then I want to say, like, we sh- shout out Stacy. Like, Stacy probably was a big, big influence in my life as a man, a father figure. Because mm-hmm. he treated me just like I was, like, his son, like Homer and everything. So I was like, uh, Heartbroken when I left for a little while to live in uh, Oklahoma, then I had nobody. And that's when it was like kind of, I say, hard to learn just like who I was as a man. Like, because my mom would teach me stuff. And I'm like, I don't think guys do this stuff. Mm. (laughs) You know? And then, like, I don't know. I feel like I grew my feelings as like a person grew as like, uh, shelled like I didn't have no feelings towards people. It was just like I, I figured I had to act hard because like I was a new kid in uh, Arkansas, so people used to mess with me and pick with me all the time. So I got like a hard attitude from that. And then when I moved back to Nebraska, uh, I think right away went and went right in high school that uh I had my first daughter. So. That was like a shock to me. 
Because I was like, man, I don't know how to be no dad to no one. I didn't, you know, I really didn't really have one. So I was like, I don't know what you're supposed to do as a dad. Yeah. So I was real confused. And then next thing I know, like, I have another kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, like, that's that step in life, like, I just didn't learn, like, from a father for the, like, hey, you should, you know, treat a woman right or be with the woman, you know, like, that you have a kid with, not just out here having kids. <laughs> but, you know, I want to say, like, 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 Vo, like, throughout high school, that's when I was, like, missing, like, a father-father figure. Like, I was just, like, I'm a dad. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, should, do I need to be with my kid all the time? Do I need to do this? And then, like, I was just going with the flow as it go to learn, like, you know, my daughter needs her dad always there for her to tell her, you know, her right and wrong things to do. And then uh, I want to say, like, I don't know, it was, it was super scary. I felt like I was going to fail her at first, to be honest. Because I was like, I felt like I was a kid, too, having a kid. Yes, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's just a lot to think about back from then to now, what I know. What's hey, the biggest hey, thing you think you learned? Uh, oh, go ahead. Huh? Oh. Go ahead, PJ. All right, so, so, hey, Lo, so, you know, you you had a kid. How old was you when you had your first kid? Uh, 15. Damn. 15. <laughs> All right, so and now and now you're thirty-one. My oldest, yeah, sixteen. Oh, my youngest, she's eleven. No, okay, so she, you, no, she's nine. So okay. you're so you're you're expecting, right? You're about to have a you're about to have another one. Another uh, one, though. Yeah, that's my youngest. Not born yet. So I wasn't sure if you had a younger one. So so my question is like, and I guess I'm I'm taking Jay' question too. Um, a fifteen a fifteen year gap, you know, fifteen sixteen year gap. How, what what's gonna be different this time? You know what I'm saying? Because you were a kid last time, and now you're established, an adult. You know what I'm saying? A homeowner. You know what I'm saying? Like like doing bigger things now. And so what what you think is gonna be the biggest biggest difference? You know, from the from the first time um, to this time. To be real, uh, I'm actually. Uh, in love with my significant other, like I, my baby's gonna be with me every day. You know what I mean of, of my life now. Like my first daughter, she was with me like every day, but I had school. I had school. I had practice. You know, I had like kid things to do. <laughs> and but now, like like you said, I'm an adult. Like my I'm gonna come home to my daughter. I'm gonna wake up to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Love you know, yeah. And then I'm actually like have basically be a parent, a, a, not a co-parent. I'm actually like we're gonna have like you know me and my fiance. You know, we actually gonna be parenting together. So that's like also I'm like scared of that too because I never had that before. Mm-hmm. 
So that's like a new journey too to, that I'm gonna be stepping into in my life. Well, definitely. It's a good journey. Yeah. It's right right and though. I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. I got a question, um, for for all of y'all actually. Um, because I know like I battle with it like when I when I found out I was having a son. Um, but like did y'all ever think about not naming y'all sons after y'all just because like for me i'm a junior so it was like um growing up and like no fault to like my family but you know they lost like my they lost my dad so it wasn't like a so like growing up um it was always like oh bertrand did this or like so it was like i never wanted to put that on my son so it was like i didn't decide until he came out and it was like at that moment i was like i really don't want that for him because i didn't always hate it but like sometimes like it's annoying it's like Oh, if you do something like, well, dang, Bertrand would have did that or such and such. And I was like, I want to give him his own, his own, his own vibe. You know, did you yeah. ever contemplate that? Yeah. I want can I answer? I, oh, you got it, Jay? I can if you want to. But uh yeah, actually, JJ's name was supposed to be Jason. His name was Jason up until probably like a month before he was born or a couple weeks before he was born. Because um, I wanted to be Jay, like I wanted a junior my whole life, but then once he actually came, like like he actually was like entering the womb, I'm like, no, nah, for all those reasons Jesus said. And then I also didn't want the pressure on myself because it's like when you passing the name down, right? It's like that's pressure. You don't want to give your son nothing that's in bad shape, and I obviously don't plan on doing nothing that's gonna damage the name. But I didn't want to put the pressure on him, and I didn't want that kind of pressure on myself. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I decided, I ultimately decided like a couple of weeks before um, he was born that I was going to rock out with the name Jay. I'm like, it's just going to, that's the pressure I need. And hopefully that pressure, he don't feel no pressure from me because hopefully I could, I could prepare him in a way where he's still able to have his own vibe, but also share a name with me. And hopefully that I leave it in such good standards that he feels like he uh, he has something to not live up to because he's going to have something to live up to regardless. But he felt like he don't want to let his his name down because his father left it in such good standing. Uh, I don't know if Jamel want to take it or one of y'all. No, I mean you you kind of you know for the same reasons you know I just you you kind of hit it on the nose you know I'm kind of in the same boat you know I feel like you know it makes me want to make sure I leave some you know one day where you know he he is proud of that name you know and he can he gonna continue on you know I I, I don't. I asked him, you know, hey, you gonna name your son after you, you know, and I, he he doesn't know, obviously. I mean, he's eight years old, but you know, what I mean, <laughs> it's still, you know, just something to, to continue on. So, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't have no, I never have a time where I think, um, you know, I made a, a, I regret the decision, I guess, but you know, I'm, I'm happy that I did it, you know, because it's, it's, it's something special. Uh, no, for sure. I, I feel you. I just, I just always wanted to know that about people, like, because I know it was with me. But I just made sure, like, uh, like I said, I made decision, like, right when, right when the doctor took him out, like. But it was like I had backups. I just wanted to make mm-hmm. sure I had the same initials. So, like, uh, my initials is like BDT. So I made sure, like, my name is Bertrand Dale Turnbow. So I just made my son's Bentley Dash Turnbow. So that way, like, you know, if all those fails, you got the same initials. But yeah, yeah. I feel y'all. Yeah, I think yeah. you and PJ, I was shocked when y'all didn't have, uh, y'all didn't name y'all sons juniors just because y'all was juniors already. I mean, not juniors, but thirds, uh, because y'all was already juniors. So I was kind of surprised. But I remember you giving me 
your kind of perspective. I never got PJ's perspective on it. Uh, Bro, Paul Davis the third. That shit is don't sound. <laughs> yeah, the third sound dusty to me. So that's why I really didn't want to do it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, it's not, it sound prestigious though. Paul Davis the third. It do, but like, nah, bro. Like, I wasn't. If anything, I I wish I wish I would have named him Paul Josiah Davis instead of Josiah Paul Davis. Got you know you. what I'm saying? Like, you, you know how kind of like how like George Bush and his dad already got the same name, but he not a, a yeah because of the middle name is different. Yeah, you like Michael well, Jordan's kids too. Like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So I, I wish I wish I would have done that, so he would have still been a, a a Paul Davis, and we could still call him JoJo. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? It's cool. He his, my first name is his middle name, uh, which that's 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 cool. Yeah. Which is, which is speaking of speaking of fathers, right? So, like uh, since we're on the father topic, I think my son and two of my nephews <laughs> both got my dad's middle name. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but to me, that just goes to show like you doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With all three, with all three of your kids, name. Their kids after you in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I agree. But yeah, uh, I yeah. felt I felt totally different from all y'all. I guess. What was your perspective? Yeah, I, I've I didn't know him, so I didn't I didn't I didn't I don't like my own name. I said you a junior, ain't you? Yeah, I'm a junior, so I don't because I, I never I never met who's Carlos. I never heard who's Carlos. You know what I mean? You so ever thought about like, um, doing an ancestry thing, kind of seeing if you could find them? I don't know. My my auntie asked me about that all the time. No, I'm, I'm going to get you that for Christmas, I think. Man, I don't know, man. If, you, if you're willing for I ain't going to push you to it, but if, yeah. you, if you're willing to do it, I'll definitely I, pay for I it. I just feel like that's like a Pandora box or something. I don't know what's going to be in it. Yeah. yeah I, you know what I mean? For that. Go ahead, Melo. I said I'd chip in for that. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna ask if I could ask a kind of a personal question. I mean, I I ain't never really know, like Los. What like how did how did you become a junior? Like who who named you? Like did your father? Like did did he name you? Did they? That's what he wanted, or did the your mom want that? Or like how did he name you a junior and like not be in your life? If that makes sense. If, if yeah. To be honest, like I I think I kind of know. I don't know from you know just explanation from my mom that. The way it was supposed to be, basically, uh, my my grandma and grandpa was in the army, and my mom was with them, so they got re re station, I guess, right, to Texas. They had to leave, yeah. basically Germany, and uh, he he's supposed to follow with us, like later, like he's supposed to get his orders to come to or something like that. And so, like, they talked and everything that they was going to name me, you know, after him, like, already uh, beforehand time, I guess. And then I came, and they named me it, and then he said he was supposed to come, but then, like, he never showed up. You know what I mean? And yeah. then my mom stopped talking to him, so I ain't never, I ain't know nothing about my dad or heard about my dad until, like, I think I turned 18, and I started, like, I think for like six months I received like child support or some shit like that. But that was it. That was like the only thing I knew about my dad. That he, and then oh. he was like a, his rank was like an E9 or something. Something like that. Is that something? Oh, damn. That's crazy. Yeah, he was top dog. Uh, yeah. Like I just got like all this information because I got access to go to the base and all like his 
state military benefits at that time. And I just knew about that. Like, that's something I really knew about. Mm, that's crucial. Yeah, that's, um, well, military niggas ain't shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, wow. Yeah, but yeah, so I never wanted to give my name <clears throat> to my sons. Like, none of my sons has my name. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I don't know what Carlos stands for. I don't know what it means. Besides, like, what I made it to be. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's respectable. But sure. I say this recent kid that was supposed to come. Well, my recent daughter. <laughs> my kid. Uh, I was thinking about it if it was going to be boy. I was thinking about it. But, like, how you sample, like, change the middle name. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. I didn't want him to be like the third. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely respectable. Yeah. That's uh. Yeah, that's deep, man. And, and I know Mel. Uh, actually, y'all all got daughters except for Vo. Well, uh, you were hoping you'll never have a daughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you trying to say, bro? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> PJ something else, no, dude. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, you don't. Nah. I'm going through it now. She calls me about, can I have boys come over to crib? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Everybody that's... talk about that, bro. Yeah, that's next right. that's God bless you. Yeah, we're going to move Yeah, we're over that. No, no, nigga, let's talk about it. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the part of it, for real, for real. Like, y'all don't understand, bro. <clears throat> I ain't ready. He want to talk about it because he in he in it right now. We, yeah, for real. He in deep sea water. For real. I mean, but it's not it's not it's not that bad. You know. No, nah, like, it's like, not that bad. But it's just like I, I know what you're trying to say, Paul. Like it's hitting you. Like what? Like why are you even thinking about that? Like why are you even thinking about talking to him or a boy? I mean, but not really, though, bro. Because you think about it, like what was you doing in the? You know what I'm saying? Like in the yeah. Grade, that's why I don't. That's what I'm thinking about it. So that's why I'm not. I don't want to. Like if I was doing it, if I was thinking about it, yeah, if I was the boy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that shit, that shit, that shit. Wow, for real, niggas quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God bless y'all. Y'all was, y'all was yeah. <laughs> niggas quiet now. I don't want to talk now. But no, that's, uh, that's, that's, it's, it's definitely it hits you fast, and you just like what, <laughs> like. Cause I'd be chilling, talking to Jada, and she'd be telling about her friends and all their boyfriends and stuff. And so I'm like, where we're like, like where your boyfriend at? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if all, all your friends are doing this, like, yeah, see, that's it's funny you say that. I I know that you are, but honestly, like, I don't. She she said also, and she don't got a reason to lie. Like, I'm not gonna be upset or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna be. Oh, you can't have a boyfriend, cause. Cause it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, you know regardless. what I'm saying. Like, like, like it's you know what I mean. It's gonna happen. Yeah, that's something like that too. Like, it's gonna happen. So I'm not like, no, nah, you can't have a boyfriend. But like, talk to me about it first. Like, let's let's communicate about this first. You know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I ain't really trip. You know, when we get there, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I ain't. I'm not gonna be that dad that, you know, if you if you really really strict and stuff like that. And that's when they're gonna try to rebel, and they're gonna it's gonna it's gonna be worse. That's what I feel like, at least. So you know, I'm gonna try that's to be. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, the, it was the most fun ones growing up. <laughs> <laughs> right, them was the most society ones. You get that dribbling, sneaking over. Yep. Yeah. So <sighs> I ain't trying to be none of that. I'm just, you know, 
I'm I'm gonna make sure it ain't no knuckleheads and stuff like that though. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, obviously, you know, you, you, you gonna try it, sure. Yeah. Hey, you know you you know you always talk about little kids knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just enjoy this toddler stage. Yeah, well, I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, because teams ain't no crazy. fun. I believe it. Yeah, none at all, man. But crazy, man. Fatherhood, bro. It's like it's like it's a constant. Constantly learning, you know what I'm saying? Like, constantly learning. Um, I know for me, having a, a 12-year-old daughter, a 10-year-old daughter, and then a 6-year-old son, like, raising, you know, daughters and the sons, like, it's different. Facts. Because some shit, you'd be like, all right, it's cool. And then you'd be like, no, I ain't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? With your, with the girls versus the boys. Uh, but, yeah, bro, it's, it's a beautiful thing, for real, for real, man, just knowing that. You raising up the next generation and about to put your put your seeds out there in the world, bro. It's uh pretty crazy. For sure. It's a blessing. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And I wanna uh I know we get ready to wrap it up, but I wanna give a shout out to my grandpa, uh Leo Robertson. He passed away, but he was a bit, he's like the closest thing to a father I ever had. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to him. I know I didn't earlier in the podcast, and also want to give a shout out to uh, Jeff Moore. That's where I, I learned a lot from him. Um, he's probably the best father I ever met. I met in my life. So a lot of the way he fathered his kids, I uh, kind of adopted some of the ways he fathers fathered his kids. So I just wanted to say that before we. Uh, I know he's going to wrap up, so I want to say that before we wrapped up. No, uh, I second that too, Jay. Um, because you said it, I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, um, again, like I didn't um. My uncle, so like my my dad's brother. So shout out to um my uncle Bernard Turnbow, which is my dad's older brother. So um that was really for me too. Like um my dad passed, so he like stepped in where his or his brother, you know, and was like if I never wanted or needed anything because I knew my uncle like my uncle was there. Like he picked up the the slack for sure. So definitely shout out to him. Yeah, that's dope. And he's still he's still somebody he real real active in your life too, and your son's life too. So oh yeah, for sure. So de- definitely like. Um, yeah, like like you said, still active. Like, quick example, like um, um, I, I don't have, I didn't have any credit history, like not bad credit, but so like my new whip I just got, like I needed a cosigner just because if I wanted the payments where I wanted to be at, and it was a call away, like yeah, like no questions asked. So he did that. So like for sure, still to this day. So sh- definitely super shout out to him. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's like little things you don't know, like as having a parent or like. A dad to you know just do stuff like that for you, you know what right. I mean? Right. It's crazy. PJ PJ just brought that up the other day in the group message about the credit piece. How, um, um, how we so misled growing up and whatnot. We not prepared, right, for credit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we got to kind of, and I think we all kind of on the same track where we're going to prepare our kids to, um, kind of know, be financially smart and credit smart and all that, mm-hmm. right. Um, so that's the biggest question about us being active fathers, I would say, too. Definitely. Making sure that they arm with all the stuff that, you know, that our our people probably wasn't educated with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. Credit's right. bad. It's, it's, Credit's it's, bad for you. <laughs> yeah, right. hey, that's, that's, that's wild. Crazy, man. But, hey, man, Vogue, Trambo, 
coming on to the podcast, man. I hope you enjoyed your time here. And uh definitely hopefully this won't be your won't be your last time on the, you know, saying on, on the on the podcast. Hope we can get you back this season, bro, because you know, definitely appreciate you. No, I appreciate y'all. This was um super, super dope. Uh appreciate being the being a guest. Um it's good to hear like these stories because like, you know, we talk all the time, you know, all of us, but we never really talk about stuff like this. So super dope to um you know hear those stories and perspectives for sure. Yeah. We're gonna have to get you back on the episode where you could talk your shit. Right. I mean, anytime. <laughs> I know you be having some shit to say, so I want to hear you go here and talk your shit, man. Anytime, bro. Just let me know. You know, Melo not having it. There <laughs> <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, so so before we take off, man, y'all got anything for the people? Yeah. Um, this is for like people's fight battles that we don't see. Uh, the strongest people are not the ones who show strength in front of us, but those who win battles when we don't know they even fighting them. That's heavy. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's a lot heavy. of people go through stuff. Yeah, that's heavy. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Power Partners Podcast. We appreciate you for taking the time to listen to us today. If you enjoyed our content, we ask you to please like, subscribe, and follow, and we'll see you next time.